Welcome to Animoa, the animated movie watch. I'm Birdie. I'm Bevers. And today's episode is The Swan Princess. We pick our movies from the list of animated feature films on Wikipedia. Any movie with a theatrical release that has a critics rating of over 50% on Rotten Tomatoes will get its own episode here on Animoa. And we're watching these movies in chronological order. And and I feel like I do need to point out, we, we do say of over 50%, but also 50% on the nose, which I think has happened before. But yeah, here's one of them. This is one of them. So we just make an executive decision whether to watch it or not. Mm-hmm. And this and is definitely my decision. <laughs> yes, it is. Um, and also, I think in the future, there's going to be some that are going to be just under 50%. And we're going to make exceptions because mm-hmm. we're breaking the rules because those movies fucking deserve it. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> and we will prove it during the we episode. We will. Exactly. That'll be our, our, our challenge during the episode. It's like, no, 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 this is why. You don't understand. Um, anyway. Hey, what are you drinking? Oh, I'm so I have something very special. It's yeah. uh, very iced right now, but yeah. the ice is melting. I found yuzu-flavored fizzy water. Ooh. And I added blackberry syrup. Ooh. Let me taste it. Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Good. Tangy, sweet. Love mm. it. Delightful. I like the, the, the ice is like round. <laughs> at least now that's melted I, I'm, I'm afraid I don't have anything exciting at all which is kind of how I feel about this movie it's just water yeah our it's water's bland water reflect how we feel about this our, movie yeah, like I bland and I'm like excited yeah um, the, 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 let's, let's start rather than me just immediately going off on that let's start with your excitement let's start with your history with this movie because <laughs> you clearly have one <laughs> yeah, it is mostly nostalgia. Uh, imagine, if you will, two siblings at a library who find the Swan Princess. And they're like, hey, have we seen this? I don't know. I think it was good. It looks like it might be good. Maybe we should watch it. Yeah, okay. So they take it home. They watch it. And they say, yeah, that wasn't a good movie, but I still had fun. And oh. then they return the movie to the library. And a few years later, they find it on the shelf and say, hey, have we seen this movie? I don't know. <laughs> and the cycle continues. And i that's what I remember from this movie. Just we could not remember much from it because it's not a very memorable movie. It's not. <laughs> but, I mean, you're watching it and you know it's not good, but you're, you still have fun. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I still have fun. I'm glad. I'm there, glad. There are very specific reasons why. And now that I'm an adult and just I can... Remember these things? I have can speak to some of it yes, at least because I'm science. I'm very curious. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, what, how, how so? Did you see it? You, you were saying like, oh, I remember maybe seeing this like before. So had you seen it like when you were actually young and when it came out? Or I don't remember when I first saw it, but I do know that every few years I'm like, hey, remember that movie? Oh my god! <laughs> so. Oh, and and in fact, last year, my brother randomly texted me, hey, what was that one movie where there was a hunting scene and people were dressed up as animals (laughs) and someone kept yelling, duck! And this one guy was like, yes. Oh my God. And then I found the scene on YouTube and it all came Ah, flooding back. And now here we are on this podcast and here's the damn movie. Here's the damn movie. Okay. All right. Can I just say that... Yeah, it is not a good movie. Okay, but yay. <laughs> I respect this studio for trying to make a princess movie. I I will also, you know, I, I, knowing kind of like this, the, a little bit of the history of like, okay, yes, another former disgruntled Disney employee and a bunch of former Disney animators working yeah. on it, and like, it's not to say that the animation itself is like terrible. I've seen much worse, but. Boy, howdy, the fucking screenplay is what kills me more than anything. Yeah, it's just so bad. It's so bad. I want to edit this entire screenplay. Please let me. Yeah, I know, I know. And it's like apparently it already went through like 12 rewrites or something before it even got to its final. Nobody wanted it. Everybody was rejecting. It's like, wow, I can't imagine why. (laughs) But uh, okay, so okay. That makes me feel a little better about kind of gently hating on it because if, if you're acknowledging okay yeah it's not that great okay i don't feel as bad just being like dude peppers what <laughs> right but i will defend to the death the parts that are good okay, okay. I'll, I'll, I'll be curious to discuss those round one round one wait, wait. what is round one i don't know <laughs> round one is your first point i guess my first point um okay <laughs> <laughs> i don't know 
unorganized, and I don't mind. <laughs> My first point is, yes, I respect them for trying to make a Disney movie or a princess movie that looks like a Disney movie. Disney knockoff. Kind of. Yeah. Um, based on a very popular ballet, because we already have Cinderella and Sleeping Beauty, which are both ballets and fairy tales, and here yeah. we have Swan Lake. Like, why hadn't Disney done any Swan Lake? It's such a popular ballet. It's like one of the most popular next to Nutcracker, which is also a Tchaikovsky ballet. Yeah, um, which I know much better than Swan Lake, if I'm honest. <laughs> but yeah. I'm also not in ballet. Yeah. And you know the ballet. I stuff. do. Yes, I've seen it a few too many times. Um, That's a few too many times more than me. Yeah, <laughs> I don't think I've ever seen it. Oh, yeah. Well, <laughs> um, <laughs> what's that? I have thoughts about the ballet. But <laughs> oh, okay. All right. Well, this uh, might have a sidebar then when we talk about the ba- ballet. A yeah, because we will have to talk about the plot. Yes. 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 So anyway, yeah, very popular ballet. I respect that they actually really tried to stick to the story, kind of somewhat. They um, had to expand on it. They had to expand. It's ballet. There's yeah. not so much story. <laughs> in the ballet, there's no history between the prince and the swan princess. Okay. So I really like what they did there in the movie. Okay. Give them a kind of history. And I always like the song where they're we're watching them grow up and we get to see all the different stages of childhood. That, it was probably one of the strongest scenes in the movie for me. Yeah. In terms of like, I was, I was, I was following it. I was kind of enjoying like what they were doing with it at least yeah i still felt the song itself was pretty pedestrian i think that's the word i used but it was without realizing what was gonna follow i was like okay yeah in retrospect that was probably the best one yeah that's kind of the whole movie like i see what you're doing guys it just isn't landing yeah yeah the vibe in general just wasn't landing. anyway so yeah respecting the, the 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 ballet and the attempt to yeah adapt it was, yeah i can i can feel that mm-hmm. you know good on them for trying something old but new yeah <laughs> do, do we want to first i guess cover the plot sure. and also like drop in any comparisons to the ballet since you've already started mentioning that and then after that go into more things that you're like wait but they did this well um, because like it, it might be a little weird for us to continue talking about like oh yeah but I, I'm going to argue in favor of this without describing the plot yeah it would be easier to describe the ballet plot which oh. I'll, I'll do first okay um, you just at the prologue you see the evil Rothbart who's like a sorcerer or something that's actually his name huh yeah um, he, it's a stupid name. It's a really <laughs> stupid name. Tchaikovsky, what are you thinking? Yeah. <laughs> nah, he uh, changes a fair maiden into a swan who's under a spell and then the actual story starts where there's a prince whose mother wants him to find a bride. Okay. Um, before the ball happens, he goes hunting with his best friend, whose name is Benno, instead of Brom. I don't know why I had to change his name. Benno is a stupid name, too. I forget the prince's name. I don't know if he has one, but I don't care. Siegfried. Siegfried? Okay, mm-hmm. thank you. I, I you at least up. know that. I looked that up. <laughs> no one cares about the prince, let's be honest. I just care about the fact that his name is Siegfried because, like, I like the opera Siegfried. But <laughs> it's like, I guess it's not the same guy, but German, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, he goes hunting and he happens upon a bunch of swans. And one of them is the lovely fair maiden. So they fall in love. And I assume she turns into a person first. I want to assume that, yeah, it's not 100% clear in the ballet, though. I'm tilting my head very extremely. Ballet is weird. Yeah. Uh, So, yeah, and there's just way too much swan coverage in the ballet. It just goes on and on because Tchaikovsky likes to compose the heck out of things. I mean, <laughs> I, I, I love Tchaikovsky. Uh, so I can't I can't fault that, I guess. But it's three or four hours long, this ballet. Really? Mm-hmm. Seems like a lot of dancing. Mm-hmm. A lot of a very lot tired of dancers. Too many swans. Too many tired swan dancers. So anyway, yes. yeah, the um the ball happens okay. and we have that awesome scene where we meet all these other princesses from different kingdoms, which I'm okay. glad the movie did. They made it funny. Okay, well, yeah, okay. They, they At least they, they did, yes, they kept the spirit of that. Yeah. And then Odile shows up, who I believe in the ballet is actually Rothbart's uh, daughter, who is disguised as Odette. Okay. Okay. And um, the prince is fooled, and he pledges his love to Odile. And, of course, she's wearing the, the black outfit instead of the white outfit, okay. which always confused me because it's like, dude, she's 
She looks different. What are you doing? She's not a, a swan. So she's not a black swan, is it? Though? Yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, that's the basis for the title. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, you mentioning that. I'm like, wait, because I still haven't seen it, but I need to see it. <laughs> no, I want to see the swan princess try to do black swan. Oh, God. <laughs> for what I know. Oh, God. <laughs> and, yeah, then Siegfried realizes his mistake, and he runs to see his love on the lake, and... They both die because the spell oh. cannot be broken. The spell? I think spell. You said swan. The swan cannot the be broken. <laughs> the swan is broken. She is broken hearted. And it's just I'm a bit shaky on like exactly what the the magic is or what the exact spell is. And what's the motivation for Rothbard in the ballet? In the ballet, he's just evil. He's just evil. He just is like, you know what? Fuck these ladies. He's like swans. <laughs> he might want the kingdom, and that's why he uses his daughter to fool the prince. But I don't... But even that plan in the fucking movie makes no sense, so... I know, right? <laughs> I turned into a ghost. Yeah, somehow the swan princess and the prince both die. It's a tragic love story. Okay, well... I, yeah. In, in, in the vein of, of Disney, indeed, they changed that. That's yeah, for they sure. Do, yeah. Okay, so yeah, let's let's talk about the Swan Princess now. Yeah, so uh, in the movie, they're basically betrothed since yeah, childhood. Yeah, and their, their parents are both alive, trying to get their yeah get just them together. Her dad and his mom. Though. Yeah, so why don't they just? I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> they're like, yes, let's. Well, maybe they figure, oh, I'm too old to get married because we cannot have any more heirs or whatever. It's about preserving the kingdoms I, and combining the two kingdoms together. I don't know. I just think they had pretty decent chemistry, probably more than yeah, they did. Derek and uh, <laughs> Odette, honestly. <laughs> uh, so, oh, oh my gosh, my one of the best scenes in this movie is when. Prince Derek is like, oh, Odette, you're so beautiful. Will you marry me? And she's like, sure, but wh- what else do you think of me? Am I, am I just pretty? And then he says, what else is there? Oh, yeah. And, and the, everyone else in the kingdom knows that is absolutely the wrong thing yeah, to say, which it is the wrong thing to say. Universal face palm. Yeah. And Odette's like, um, yeah, no thanks. Bye. Yeah. And leaves. <laughs> no, I, I think my favorite part was following that when he's talking to his buddy rogers or whatever not his friend but rogers, the, yes. the the, the a, guy who's basically grimsby from uh, little mermaid yeah. um he when he's like uh, how to offend a woman in five syllables or less or something <laughs> like that like the, this guy's sarcasm and just doneness with everything and like his expressions he made it like every single crappy line of dialogue was like oh that's me yeah <laughs> yeah so I, I I liked that. Then like at least calling this dumbass prince out on it. But yeah. Anyway, <laughs> so while the the princess and her king father are leaving, they get attacked by Rothbart. Oh yeah, who was like banished earlier? I yeah, because he wanted to take over the kingdom mm-hmm. or something. Because he uses black magic. And apparently he's been wandering the woods this entire time. <laughs> we we cut to him like walking off into the woods, and then the next time we see him, he's still just kind of walking in the woods. Ah yes, he's been here for. 15 years or whatever. There are so many problems with Rothbart and they just miss the mark every single time. He could have been such an awesome villain. Yeah. Like, I like the, I like his voice. Jack Palance. Yeah. Yeah. He he did a great job with just like having a cool voice, (laughs) but (laughs) the dialogue was just fucking dumb and his plot and his planning was just nonsensical. Yeah. Anyway. Sorry. Oh, yeah. So um, he attacks the king and attacks the king and kidnaps Odette and yeah. t- puts a spell on her to turn her into a swan. Except when moonlight hits her wings, she turns back into a princess. Like, but only if she's on the lake or something. Yeah. Yeah. It's a weird spell. It's weird. But he's like, he's telling her like, okay, well you're here, and she's like, well you've got enough power. Why don't you just take the kingdom? He's like, no, 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 no. Uh, how does he put it? He something says like, he wants to do it legally. Yeah. What a what a very lawful evil bad guy. Yeah. <laughs> like, he's like, oh no, I have to do this legitimately. If he said something about like, if if you try to steal something, then you spend the rest of your life fighting to keep it or something. It's like, what is why? What? Just just fucking take it, dude. Stop with this convoluted bullshit of like trying to propose to her and keeping her as a swan otherwise. And like, what? What? I, I feel like they could if if they needed to add like some sort of 
reasoning for him in this whole plot, considering there was not really much of anything in the ballets from what it sounds like. They could have come up with something better. They could have. Some sort of justification for this stupid swan spell (laughs) instead of trying to just preserve that part as is and try desperately to work around it. They could have shifted things around. Yeah. Anyway. It just makes you want to write fan fiction, except you're just rewriting the entire movie. <laughs> yeah, I was like, oops, <laughs> just fixed the movie. What happens after? Oh, the, well, the the prince. Yeah, Derek trains to hunt the great beast that that what killed that king. That what killed that king, yeah. yeah. And he told, oh yeah, the king like told him the most vague fuckery ever. Uh, like, it's not what it seems. It's like, just tell him that he the old sorcerer guy yeah. turned into an animal. It would have taken just as many words as, he's not what he seems, he's not what he seems. Odette is Odette, is dead. Wait, no, not dead. Odette is, Odette? Ha. Huh? No, Odette is, what did she, what did he say? He's gone, I don't know. Whatever, he's dying yeah. and it's weird and it's stupid. <laughs> so he's training. So yeah, <laughs> uh, eventually uh, the prince does go hunting. Mm-hmm. Finally. Yeah. And he sees a swan and he thinks that she's the great beast and tracks her down. And surprise, it's Odette. So he invites her to the ball. We haven't talked about the weird animal sidekicks. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we'll do that. Maybe we'll do a rundown of characters characters. and we'll get there eventually. They're not really important to the plot anyway, so. (laughs) (laughs) It's a basic plot with a lot of filler. Yes. Yes. So, yeah, instead of Odette being able to go to the ball. Because there's no moon that night, so she can't moon. turn into a human, which is actually kind of like, kind of high stakes. Um, yeah, it's, it's it's at least a solution to like keep her from showing up. Yeah, it's like okay, cool, there we go, we've got a reason. <laughs> so Rothbart turns his like hag assistant into <laughs> beautiful Odile. Yeah, <laughs> I love that lady. She's pretty funny. I'll give I'll give them that a little, a little too much, but. She, I, I like. I, I wanted her as Odette in her Odette appearance to go at some point and just like come out of like the the Odette drawing <laughs> instead of like the the hag face. Anyway, so we get basically like the Little Mermaid Ursula thing where it's like, mm-hmm. oh no, it's not really her. Except he's not being mind controlled to marry no. her or anything. He's just an idiot. Yeah, but also, yes. what what really is happening here? He's just declaring his love for someone who he thinks is the person he's declaring his love to. So it's not like he's like, what, what like how does this magic work? I don't know. But and he also says, "I pledge my love to Odette." Yeah. Instead of saying, "I pledge my love to this woman." Yeah. So to he you. still, yeah, he still did it. He still, he still did it. it. So I know <laughs> Odette sees this happen through the window, and she's a swan, and she tries to fly back to the lake, but she she's weak. Somehow she's dying yeah. because Rothbart says that if this happens, then she dies or something. And and he shows up to declare this in the midst of all of this. It's like, what, what, what are you gaining out of this anymore, buddy? Like, what is the point? What are you doing showing up in this doorstep? But this isn't even the kingdom you're after. This is like the prince in this this queen's kingdom. It's not even the same kingdom. And he's just showing up the door like, ha ha, I caught you. It's like, what, what are you getting? What is this? What are you succeeding at here? Is this just for fun now? <laughs> anyway, sorry. Right. Yeah. Derek hunts down Rothbard, kind of like Prince Philip hunting down Maleficent. I think I he just shows lives. up behind him when he's like cradling her body. Yeah. And then Rothbard's like, oh, what's up? I'm here too. We do see him cutting through some bramble and that made me think of oh, um, yeah. Sleeping Beauty. Well, and then when he turns into the, the, the beast again, it is kind of like Maleficent turning yeah. into the dragon. Wow. More parallels. It's like they just want to rip off all the Disney. They're, they're trying real hard. Especially with that Beauty and the Beast sounding ass soundtrack with a song. <laughs> anyway. Uh, yeah, so a big battle happens and Odette magically wakes up. Well, he kills the dude. He kills the dude with his bow and the stupid trick with the arrow. And his friend is there, too. I thought that was a cool callback. The fact that they did a callback at all. The fact that they made it relevant. I wrote down, okay, that's good. That's like literally like one of the only good things I said about this movie. It's like okay, you had a callback. Good job. I, I also like that they showed some development for for Brom because he was he was brave in that moment. He was he was brave. Yeah, he was still kind of annoying, but yeah, yeah. I don't like him, but I yeah. applaud him for that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, good on you, buddy. And then yeah, I really fine. like Rothbard's death because he 
falls into the lake and explodes. Explodes. Like Secret of Nim shit. Yeah, yeah, actually the magic was kind of like that, yeah. wasn't it? Anyway, but yeah, he, he, he blows up and then uh, Odette's fine, suddenly. And um, they, get, they married, get married. And that means they're king and queen somehow because they put crowns on them. Yeah, I, I guess the queen... Or which kingdom? I guess hers, his. I don't even know. They're combined. They're Doesn't combined matter. Now. Yeah. Yay! Happy. And ending. and also they get Rothbard's little summer home kind of thing. Yeah, that's that's theirs now. <laughs> and his little his little assistant. Yeah, they, they they had to pair her off with somebody, so they picked that random other guy. Who? Yeah, the short guy. Yeah. <sighs> oh, <laughs> before I even knew that guy's name, I called him Purple Shorty. Purple Shorty. Does he have a name? Um, they call him Chamberlain. Oh, he's the Chamberlain. Okay, that makes sense, I guess. Okay. He's yeah, he's got a decent singing voice. Okay. Whoever did that. I like his animation. I like the comedy around him. <laughs> a lot of this movie, the, the things that are like somewhat decent for me is like, it's all right. <laughs> and then the rest is bad. I think this all the secondary characters absolutely save this movie, but it looks like there was little amount of time spent on the animation and the character design and the plot surrounding the prince and the princess. And that yeah. really annoys me. Yeah, they 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 just feel like a missed opportunity. Yeah. And and it just feels that they're very wooden characters. They don't have any distinctive qualities or characters. So there's not much to Odette beyond her beauty. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> What else? Uh, yeah, what else is there indeed? Like, there's there's nothing else. Um, when when Prince Derek is crying over her body, he says that she's kind and courageous or brave or something, and she is both of those things. Yeah, but she's, those are pretty fucking generic traits to pick out. Yeah. And it's not like she's like the most exciting female protagonist, no, or like unique or anything. At all she's just this. So bland. Yeah. So bland. I prefer her when she was a kid. Yeah. In any of those stages. Yeah. Agreed. She uh, especially liked when she was kind of kind of putting up her fists and acting like she was going to like hit him and stuff. I was like, yeah, yeah. All right. You show him. Or, or like following him and his friend around, like just trying to hang out and keeping mm-hmm. up with them. So that would insinuate that she's kind of a little badass, but she's not really much of anything <laughs> later. So, Yeah. I don't know. I just... Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. So, <laughs> uh, do we want to talk about just, like, going through the characters and yeah. then just, in by doing that, mention the, the goods and the bads and yeah. the things that you want to defend? Because I imagine a lot of it is around the characters if you're saying that the secondary characters oh, yeah. save the movie. Absolutely. I'm like, I don't think anything saves this movie, no, no, but no. fair enough. Let me defend it. Okay, okay, yeah. Defend it, defend it, and I'll, well, you know... I'll uh, have my opinions as well. Okay. <laughs> okay, who do you want to start with? Well, I guess Odette, even though oh, we've, sure. we've said a bit about her. We, we kind of led with that just now. What saves Odette is Liz Calloway. Okay. Yes. Okay. Yeah, we fucking love Liz Calloway. Because I remember back in the day not really caring about these characters, even though I was like, oh, Odette's so pretty. And whenever... She was singing. I was absolutely enchanted. And I didn't even know way back then that how much I loved Liz Calloway because yep. I didn't know that was her. Yep. Um, and I'll wait to be a total fangirl about Liz Calloway when we talk about Anastasia. Yeah. Although I do want to mention um, just like a fun little twist and quirk of fate. I guess Liz Calloway did uh, Princess Jasmine's singing voice in the sequel. Really? Whereas huh. Leia Salonga did it in the original movie. And very, very ironically, they were both, they both originated roles in the musical Miss Saigon. One of them was Kim, one of them was Ellen. Oh. And it's like, what the fuck? <laughs> it's like, that's crazy. That's like, I, 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 I love when animated films use Broadway singers oh, yeah. at all, as, yeah. as opposed to just like, eh, let's just make this actor learn how to sing and they'll be, you know, they'll be fine, I guess. But when you've got an actual trained voice, it makes a huge difference. Mm-hmm. And Liz Calloway is delightful. Absolutely. I, I picked up on it pretty early. I was like, is that Liz Calloway? <laughs> and then I heard her, like a little bit more inflection and the way she breathes. And I was like, yeah, that's her. <laughs> she is pure magic. Yeah. We got to see her. Yeah. But yeah, anyway. So we'll, yeah. We'll, we'll geek out more so about her later. you agree with my um, defense of that? I, I don't think it necessarily saves the character but it makes her tolerable it makes otherwise the movie more or the music more bearable yes whenever she's singing it makes it better 
Moving on. Or just, <laughs> okay, moving on. Yeah, there's not much to say about Odette, honestly. Like, <laughs> no. uh, I, I like her swan design. Yeah, know. it's cool. It's, it's, it's fine. Her, her normal design is just like, okay, Aurora, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, not much to her. Sorry. Sorry, Odette. Moving on. Derek? Not much to him. Not much to him either. I will say he does learn how to be a better person. <laughs> he does basically, like, in, in essence, apologize to her when he's, like, over her apparent corpse. Yeah. But he's still kind of a fucking dumbass. He is. I'm not wowed by his singing voice. I am. Oh. He's the fucking Phantom. Oh, okay. <laughs> not the original Phantom, but he was, like, wow, I think one of the longest running Phantoms And his on name Broadway. is... Howard McGillen. Ah. And he's done other Broadway stuff as well. Mm-hmm. I, I, I thought he had quite a lovely voice. And I think, did he actually... Yeah, he did the, the speaking voice too. The speaking voice, he sounded like a Broadway guy mm-hmm. when he talked. It's like, ah, this voice would be on a stage. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, no, he, he just kind of sucked. <laughs> just kind of. Yeah, Prince's... Typically suck until we get to a certain point in the uh, like the Disney universe. Yeah, I agree with that. And like for the the male protagonists who aren't princes, those are generally the stronger ones. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And in the uh, Disney and otherwise. Next, well, Rothbart. Rothbart. Yeah. We talked a bit about his just utter stupidity of the the planning and the writing around him. Yeah. It's just so bad. It's like. Like, they tried really hard but could not connect any of the plot points or any of yeah. the how things worked with him. Yeah. Um, in a rewrite, I could see him, like, when he has Odette captive after he's turned her into the swan and he's trying to explain things to her. I can yeah. see him, like, trying to be nice, but you, you can sense this evil behind him. That would make him a much scarier villain. Yeah. I can see that working for him in terms of character development mm-hmm. and just actually making him a scary villain. Yeah. Because, like, we, we have, like, villains who want to wed the princess or whatever, who want who who, who make passes at them, you know. And, and I, I feel like there are many other instances where they're much more either intimidating or it's much more like, ooh. Please don't do that. Right, yeah. Um, and we're in this one, never, I never really took it seriously because it didn't seem like he did either. Like, it just didn't really seem like like an actual possible outcome. Yeah, it's like they were trying to do a mix of intimidating and goofy, but you, yeah. you, having both just did not work. Speaking of nonsensical things, though, because we were talking about how, like, all this nonsensical plans, something I did want to point out with both Odette and Derek is their, their damn love song comes at a time where they you know they're 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 pining across the moors for each other and didn't they part on bad fucking terms they did and we don't get to see odette change her mind and be no. like oh wait i kind of do like him after no she just starts singing and it's like oh i love him so much and that really pissed me off that it's just nonsensical they just suddenly are like yes you awesome i mean this makes more sense for him cuz he like he wasn't mad at her yeah he just kind of had I probably at that point just sort of written it off, but uh, I guess not. <laughs> but her, it really makes no sense. Anyway, back to dumbass Rothbart yeah. and his dumbass plans. Um, yeah, just none of it really made sense. And I'm trying to see here what did I write down. Like, I think by the time we got to the part where he's saying like, ah, yes, and then I'll dress you up as her, and then I'll kill her, and then. This will happen, and then I'll just be the bad guy. And I'm just like, what the fuck is this screenplay? What is his plan? What is this song? Yeah, he sings No More Mr. Nice Guy, but uh, when were you ever nice? This makes no sense. I mean, yeah, that's the thing. is He, he never was. <laughs> the song sucks. Then, like, he follows that up after talking about how he's going to, like, kill her and shit. By locking her up in that well and then being like, oh, no, you're sad. That makes me feel sad when you're sad. Let me cheer you up. And it's like, I don't actually get the sense that like, if he's being sarcastic or something, yeah. it's not coming across. He actually seems like suddenly he's like, oh, no, now I feel bad again. I'm like, wait, what? Yeah. It's like, dude, pick a fucking lane. Yeah. Villain. Anyway, it's kind of just a shitty character. It's a shame because I kind of like his design. And I feel like they could have done a little more with it. It's a decent enough 
face design. Yeah, I like his design and his voice and his magic. That's yeah, about magic it. was cool. Magic was cool. Yeah, that's about it. Moving yeah, on. Moving on. We could talk about like either the queen and the king, or we can talk yeah. about her animal sidekicks. Queen and king. Okay, queen and king. So it's like King William, I think, yes. and then Queen Uberta. Uberta. Okay. <laughs> um, I like both of them. I think they're all right. They're 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 still just kind of like it's just dumb. In general, just pretty much everything about the movie makes me go, man, this is dumb. No, I wouldn't call either of those dumb. I would call them silly. Because yeah. I still enjoyed them, especially Uberta. I just loved her character design and her animation and her voice. She um, was very over the top. She yeah. was Sandy Duncan. I loved mm. how over the top she was. That she, especially when she starts crying and Derek's like, oh, mother, don't do the lip thing. And it's just like <laughs> chaos on her face. I love that. She has more character than most of the characters. This is true. She, I, I would almost call it an excess of character because it's so, like, goofy Looney Tunes exaggerated chaos. But there's a, a bit of that throughout as well, which I think kind of pulls it away from being as Disney-like, I think, as they wished they were. Because mm. it gets it gets very, very goofy. It feels more like... TV Disney sometimes. Yeah, well, that's that because sense. of how low budget it was. Yeah, that probably yeah. fits. But anyway, yeah, she's not like terrible. I think I just, I didn't, I just couldn't find a whole lot to enjoy about the movie. So it's like, it was just hard to find like even, even the things that were like, eh, maybe that's not as bad. I was still just sort of like annoyed and mm. just sort of turned off by it all. No, I loved her so much. Fair enough, fair enough. i trying to think if like, there was anything that she did do. I think, there are a couple of line deliveries that I really like. So yeah, uh, props to <laughs> San- Sandy Duncan. Yeah, yeah, which she she's great. She's been around forever. She also, played, Broadway. Yeah, she played Vixie in Fox and the Hound. Oh yeah, that's right. I th- we I'm sure we brought her up then. <laughs> but uh, yeah, and then oh yeah, there was um a quote I think we all enjoyed where Derek had just messed up with Odette and <laughs> she's oh. walking away like. All these years of planning wasted. <laughs> yeah, I was like, okay, calm down. Holy shit. It's a lot. It's a lot. But uh, that just sort of fits the movie. <laughs> it just suddenly, randomly, a line reads like, what? Yeah. Okay. She's a caricature of kind of a mm-hmm. overly loving, overbearing mother. Yeah. A lot and of the characters are caricatures. Yeah, if there's one place to have a caricature, it's in an animated movie. Enough. And that is another point of defense for this movie. <laughs> okay. Is, do you want to make it now or? No, I just made it. Oh, that was it? Yeah. Okay. Because <laughs> you just agreed with me. <laughs> I'll take uh, what I can get. Sure. Take it. Take it. Um, the king. Um, he's, he's, a, he's a standard dude. I like his character standard design. Standard dude. Yeah. Yeah. He's I got a cool beard. Too. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I think I like the character designs for both of them. Because mm-hmm. uh, Uberta had the hair. Yeah. That was pretty. Some, some baller hair. <laughs> I, I was already, like, trying not to laugh at the very beginning where it's, like, he has no air and he's sad. Mm-hmm. And then suddenly, f- thankfully, there's a baby girl again. It's just, like, someone walks up and hands it to him <laughs> as if he wasn't, like, expecting it. I, I, like, I know he was probably pacing, waiting for childbirth to happen in another room. But yeah. the way it's set up, it's almost like, <gasps> yay, well, let's just skip all that part <laughs> for the children. They don't need to understand that. And then he just, like, Simbas her over the crowd. And it's just, like, oh. <laughs> Okay. Yeah, I think you have to read between the lines. Like, maybe his wife died in childbirth. I think she must have, because yeah. we never see we her. We never see her. We never see her. And we don't know what happened to Derek's dad, but he's also not in the picture anymore. Yeah. Eh, who knows? Died in childbirth. <laughs> <laughs> the father died in childbirth. Sorry. Sorry. Well, I, I mean, it to. is Uberta. Maybe she, like, grabbed on and choked him to death. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, casually. No. Anyway, <laughs> I can just imagine her doing that. <laughs> She's, I could, yeah, I, I could believe it. We're coming up with our own Swan Princess lore. Excellent. Yes, yes. Anyway, moving on, animal sidekicks, I guess. Yeah, There's so she's a princess. She's got to have animal sidekicks. She has three, and that's not needed. It's really not. I could do without the puffin. He's why annoying. The, why the, f- that, that is what I write down is, where does it, where to go? Why is Lieutenant Puffin here? He had an Irish accent. Do Puffins live in Ireland on the coast? I, th- I think so. I think that that, that like, I I think of them as like Iceland, but if that that would be kind of in that region ish. So I could 
I, I could believe it. That's a cool animal fact, but I just... <laughs> I don't know. Him showing up is kind of like... Like they were trying to do Batty from Fern Gully and it just yeah. didn't... It didn't land. Or These birds can't land. <laughs> It's like or or scuttle or petrie. Oh, it's like it's yeah, like all the fucking scuttle. flying sidekicks that that have been done better. Or Wilbur, like he's it's like he's all of them, but worse. And like um, uh, to his defense, he did help with the whole map stealing thing from Rothbart's castle, and he saved her when she was being shot at. Yeah. And he can swim, so all three of those motherfuckers swim around during the alligator chasing, which was just bonkers and needless. Filler. I had fun though. Yeah. <laughs> Needless filler. Have fun without the puffin. Let's <laughs> talk about the other two. <laughs> the other two who uh, not much better, but at least they're there from the beginning mm-hmm. and don't just get thrown in later. And they make sense for but, the setting. Yeah, they do. They do. So we've got um, a turtle named whose at least nickname is Speed. Yeah. And that's and he is played by Stephen Wright, which yeah. I absolutely love. It was. It was unusual but i i kind of liked it i kind of liked it i could yeah. get behind it and then we had uh the frog jean bob <laughs> okay played by jean cleese and yeah and we didn't know until he was like shouting in a french accent <laughs> yeah when i heard the shouting was when i was like wait a minute that sounds kind of i can imagine him yelling about hamsters yeah. and elderberries and such <laughs> And taunting. <laughs> and of course, the frog is French. Yeah. But I really liked the subplot where he thinks he's he a thinks prince he's... in disguise. Yeah. It's kind of kind of stalkery with Odette. A little bit, but I think he, he does genuinely think that he's going to change back if he does this. Mm-hmm. And it's not just a ploy to, like, kiss her, mm-hmm. which the turtle seems to think it is. And, um... The reveal at the end that he is not a prince, but then he sees, he thinks he sees his reflection, but it's an actual prince standing behind him. I really like that. I, that, that made me smile. And also the whole like design and sound of him gave me such bizarre flash forward vibes to Princess and the Frog. Because like yeah. Naveen has an accent and turns into a frog that looks quite similar in mm. design. Like, I mean, I know there's only so many ways you can animate a bipedal frog. But I don't know. I just it was it was it was kind of weirdly similar in some ways. They can't obviously plagiarize something that didn't exist yet. So maybe the other way around. Ooh. No, they had plenty of moments where they were ripping as much off of Beauty and the Beast and Little Mermaid and Sleeping Beauty yeah. as much as they possibly could. Anyway, yeah, Shamba was all right. Um, anyone else? I guess the friend. The friend Brom or Brom. Bromley. Um, yeah, Bromley, yeah. I guess. He's basically a stand-in for the ballet's character, Benno. Mm-hmm. Um, he's played by Joel McKinnon Miller, so that's kind of cool because he's been around for a bit. He's in Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Yeah. Yeah. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, hey, wait a minute. What are you, what are you doing here? <laughs> kind of mostly annoying. I think he had, like, one moment where I was amused by him, but mostly I just wasn't what was that moment i can't remember i just remember there was a moment <laughs> you're like there must have been a I, I felt like there was a time when he was on screen that i smiled but i don't remember what it was i think might have just been as simple as like the fly that was flying around and like Aww. when he's being told about like there's a there's an animal that's not what it seems he's like wait a minute uh, i'm like yeah, okay. <laughs> or when he's hunting the mouse and it squeaks and he oh yeah 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 maybe that was it for all i know for all I remember and for all this movie left an impact on me. I guess there's that Chamberlain guy. Oh yeah, the the short purple guy. Short purple. Uh I love him. I mean he's I feel like he's overworked and underpaid. <laughs> uh, there's a point where Uberta is planning the ball and she's mm-hmm. giving him all these commands and he's like nodding to her and as soon as her back is turned, he's slamming his face into the floor. Yeah, that that I think that Excuse me, that made me laugh. Yeah. Because that is kind of relatable. I was just like, oh God, another request. <laughs> he, this kind of character is an excuse for comedic relief. Yeah, oh yeah. Which this movie has a lot of characters that just sort of fill that role. Yeah. Anyway. How about Rogers? Oh yeah. Absolutely love Rogers. Yeah, he was, he was like the standout. He was still 
kind of like this weird like okay it is Grimsby but or yeah that's his name or yeah. it's 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 felt like there was some other vibe that he was giving me and I can't remember the character but mm. um yeah I, again I liked his sarcastic kind of just he's he's so done with this shit he's too old for this shit <laughs> he's probably my favorite character in the whole movie yeah honestly I'm like I can't I'm, I'm struggling to think of someone I like better <laughs> um, and I like his character design Oh yeah, I guess there's Rothbart's assistant. We talked about her very briefly. How we we are amused by her, the hag. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's all she does. She's comedic relief too. Yeah, yeah. That's about it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, do you want to touch on the songs and the music? I know sure. we already kind of Just a little bit covered it. I don't know. Um, uh, we can do the ones we haven't covered yet. Yeah. If we dare. Oh, yeah, we need to. They're not that good. I will admit that. But when I hear the theme for far longer than forever, it gets my doggies. And that's probably just because of Liz Calloway. Ah. And possibly the dramatic things that happen during that song. Like, I have some memory of drama and emotions uh, related to that tune. I see. (laughs) This is what happens when you have a nostalgia factor. Uh, yeah, no, I, I do understand that because I definitely have had my, my, my share of not so great movies that I'm nostalgic for that I will still enjoy to this day. Yeah. But um, yeah, I think the thing that got me about that song or the, like, the main theme of the fucking movie, it seems, is just Beauty and the Beast. It's just like the first five notes of Beauty and the Beast. <laughs> it was like, uh, what is it? Do, 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 do. Like, it does that. It fucking does that. And I'm like, how how can you do that and get away with that? But I guess the song was still nominated for a golden globe so um you know hey good good for you guys i guess good job (laughs) you did that yeah Um, did we we talked a little bit about this is my idea with with the kids yeah the isn't the next song the fucking like musicians being hunted yeah it's it's kind of lame but the concept is is kind of funny my note as soon as it started was why does this deserve a song it doesn't, but they're just trying to do some comedy. It's it's filler. This is why I think things like this just don't work, is that like we're, we're, while things like Beauty and the Beast and Little Mermaid and such do work, and like, we've talked about this before, and then this is the whole like idea of like what Howard Ashman's thought was about writing music for writing like musicals like in Disney films, is like it always has to further the plot somehow. Yeah. And... This is just not doing that. It's yeah. just a break for dumb shit. You can take out most of the music for mm-hmm. me. Yep. And I don't know. It's With, like they become song breaks instead they're of... They're song breaks, yeah. yeah. And this is one of the reasons where this this movie failed. Yeah. But I will I say the... Practice, practice, practice song. I remember watching this with my brother and just cracking up. So okay. for a movie for kids, it worked. Yes. Yeah. I, I, I can imagine kids enjoying the, the, the slapsticky nature yeah. of the, the, the hunting practice. Especially when it comes to Doc. Yes. <laughs> yeah. When it happened the first time, I, did, I, 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 th- I think I either smiled or maybe slightly like giggle snorted yeah kind of thing but then it happened again <laughs> but it didn't happen three times it didn't, didn't do really the... it didn't do a rule of three no oh i could have sworn they did they're just sort of subverting expectations yeah for them yes <laughs> <laughs> um the, the 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 stupid song about like no fear or whatever oh i hate that song it's so bad absolutely hate it it's not com- well composed it's no it has no fear it's like all it is it's, it's not just... really singing it's just yeah and the, the drums it's chaos. have no place uh, we mentioned the bad guy song. It's just yeah, bad. It's, it's just bad. Trash. Um, Princess is on parade. I absolutely love. Though. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. I, it sounds like you you enjoyed that when you were younger as well. That one is actually well performed. Yeah, the the, the voice of the Chamberlain guy is is quite good, and and, and I like that they start with um, yes. The, what are they it's called? like the barbershop, barbershop quartet, quartet. Yeah. with the footmen. I yeah. love that. I, it's a great way to set the scene for all the pageantry. The sound of that was good, and I actually appreciated the fact that she had already requested that there be like four footmen per carriage. So yeah. it's like, oh, there they are. Yeah. <laughs> Setting that one up. And I like that they did like a showgirl thing on the stairs, which is mm-hmm. such an old movie era, old yeah. Hollywood era thing. Yeah. And um, like 
the ballet does have a bunch of princesses come and represent other kingdoms, which is always fun for the audience because they get to see different costumes other than yeah. fucking swans. Yeah. Goddamn swans. <laughs> and whoever came up with these visiting princesses had a sense of humor. Oh, yeah, clearly. Clearly. Like, that was, there was some, some cute stuff. I'll, I'll give it that. Um, were there any other songs? Is that were there it? any other? The end credits. <laughs> well, far oh, longer than forever, which but like we the, talked about the, that. The, the 90s pop version. Yeah. Because you gotta have one of those. Mm-hmm. You know it. You know it. It's not an animated movie from the 90s without it. Uh, <sighs> uh. So, yeah. I mean, I guess worth mentioning a few things, I guess, about like sort of the background and then also the release of this and like how well it did and didn't do. It did not do well. <laughs> it bombed hard because, uh, well, probably for a few reasons, but not the least of which being Disney deciding to re-release The Lion King at the same time, only like how many months after it had just been released yeah, anyway? They, did really, they re-released it the same year. Why just... re-release in the same year? Because they wanted to fuck with this opener. All right. I believe I, it. I don't think this movie would have done better if The Lion King had not been here. <laughs> it's like, look, they didn't need any help failing Disney. It's like, they were, they were going to do that on their own, okay? Oh, that's so funny and sad. <laughs> but I agree. Oh, there are two characters we did not talk about. Oh. The little alligator crocodile things. Oh, the big-lipped big alligators. No, they weren't. One they of them was. They didn't sing, though. Yeah, but one of them actually that was designed that way. Oh, dear. Yeah. Yup. It was there. <laughs> I think they belonged there more than the puffin. And, I, <laughs> and they were... Yes. Did they? <laughs> no, they, they were alligators in They Europe. guarded the moat, though. Maybe Rothbard had them imported. I don't <laughs> know. Maybe they're magic Maybe alligators. Maybe they're magic alligators. Yeah, he just poofed yeah. them into existence. I think they were well animated. I think they didn't... Maybe just a little too much time on screen, but they did seem really scary, especially for the tiny animals who were trying to go through the moat. They they they, they gave me, I mean, vibes of yes, the actual uh, eponymous alligator we, we keep speaking of from All Dogs Go to Heaven, but also uh, I can't remember their names, but from the Rescuers, yeah, the the two alligators there, except those two were cooler, <laughs> <laughs> which is saying a lot that I'm. Like praising something from the rescuers more than I mean, just, they had not more, a very high bar to clear here. They had more personality, but they with did. the Swan Princess alligators, they worked as a team. Mm. So I actually kind of instead of like thwarting each other accidentally on the yeah. organ, <laughs> I feared for the the little animals a little bit because when we first meet the alligators, they're like buffing up their muscles. You see their shoulders moving, and I'm like, whoa, dudes, buff alligators, buff alligators. Don't want to meet you at the gym. (laughs) The instant visual that gives me. (laughs) Anyway, uh, yeah, no, as I mentioned previously, we've got, uh, what, Richard Rich, Richie Rich, um, who directed it and kind of spearheaded this whole project, had been at Disney before and directed some pictures there. Yeah, like... Um, uh, did he, yeah, he directed that. Yeah. And he did something with the fox and the hound. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, I think directed. I think cool. he did that one too. Um, and then you have Brian Nissen who wrote this. <sighs> he was the narrator too. And the narrator. It's dumb screen. Bad. Thing. I'm sorry, my dude. I don't know what else you did because I don't think I cared to look that up very much. Uh, but yes, sorry. You <laughs> dropped the fucking ball with this one. And then the score uh, was... Uh, who was that? Hold on. Lex de Azevedo? Yes, that's right. That's right. And then, honestly, the, the lyrics, I can't remember the name of the lyricist either, but um, not. I didn't think it was great, but apparently he's done other stuff. Like, I guess Hercules and Mulan might have done the lyrics for those, hmm. which is interesting because, like, I don't remember those lyrics being especially bad, but we're going to, you gonna, know, we'll get to really them soon, soon enough. So I'll have to compare, because I remember these lyrics sticking out to me as being kind of not great. Yeah. But I'm also spoiled by, we just watched a bunch of Ashman movies. Yeah. <laughs> so like yeah, some so. of the best lyrics ever. So <laughs> to put to put to a Disney movie in me. Anyway, so anyway, uh, do you have any additional or final thoughts or arguments you'd like to make in favor of it or defense of it? or? 
They tried. Aww. <laughs> New Line Cinema. Cinnamon. Cinnamon. New Line Cinnamon really tried, and they had low budget. They had barely anybody working on this. Yeah. And they they still somehow did some memorable things. Yeah. You know what? I will give it that because for all we've talked about your history with it, I I saw this once. Hmm. Uh, back, it would have been probably 1994, probably, or 95, give or take. Yeah. Um, whenever it was out, I was at a friend's house and I saw it. The one thing I remembered from the entire movie, other than the fact that she was a swan, and I kind of remember the swan part, was Rothbart, and I think it was his song. I think, like, I, as much as I hate it now, I remembered it. I was like, oh yeah, I have this vague memory of this guy with this crazy orange hair doing a lot of gesturing and dancing around and stuff. Yeah. Just because the song doesn't make sense doesn't mean it can't be catchy. It wasn't that it was catchy. It was just memorable. <laughs> What's the difference? Uh, it wasn't the song. It was the visuals. Oh. That's I don't. I couldn't have told you anything about the music. It was just just remembering seeing a guy dancing around on people's heads and stuff and turning people into animals. That was like the part I remembered. So mm-hmm. I don't know. That's all I've got to add to this because otherwise. Boy, yeah. howdy, it sure is. You know, we stopped doing this a while ago, but like uh, comparing the movie to a drink. But we, we did that at the beginning. Yeah. Yeah, so we did it. Haha, ha, we brought it back. Oh, we forgot to clink. Just, oh, we didn't clink. Oh, my God. There we go. Better late than never. Oh. Also, no plug. No plug. Oh. Post um, post stuff about the ballet. I'm going to post ballet videos on our Twitter at Beffers and Birdie. Perfect. Awesome. Okay, we <laughs> cram all the stuff in at the end. Anyway, hey, what are we doing next time, Beffers? A goofy movie. Oh shit! Speaking of nostalgia, oh my gosh, it's been so long since I've seen that, but I'm I am very excited to see that again. Yep. Honestly, genuinely. All right. Yay. We'll see you guys next time. Bye bye. Bye bye. All these years of planning wasted!